You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast with me, Robbie Musto, and him, Robbie Earl, reacting to a very cold and a very strange match week 24 in England's Premier League. Now, strange, Robbie Earl, because only Arsenal and Spurs managed to get a win with shocking defeats to Manchester City and Chelsea, and also surprising dropping points of both Liverpool and Manchester United. Now, we'll get to all these stories now, it affects the top six, but before we get into the show, we always liked to start with a review and we always ask everybody out there to rate and review our show wherever you download the podcast from and in that review tell us what you like about the show but also how we can make it better how we can improve it we've got a good one here from john fusion 17 who basically uh, writes in to say i listen to this show every week the presenters do a good job of addressing the important storylines of the premier league every week i think at times they might focus too heavily on the big six sides but overall it's probably the best podcast for premier league coverage so thanks for that john and to be fair in this show we will give some love to some of the smaller sides well smaller sides newcastle united got a brilliant victory and a stunning victory against manchester city and of course fulham as well coming from 2-0 down to beat Brighton. Very, very important three points for them. So we will get to some of the other teams in the Premier League 20 as well. Now, Robbie Earl, first of all, mate, mm. happy birthday. Three days ago, I wanted to get that in there. It's a little bit late of that, but happy yes. birthday, my friend, and I uh, hope you're doing well. 40 years of age, mate, and I'm <laughs> feeling good for it. Uh, we'll move on pretty swiftly, I think. Yeah, let's start with um, so let's start with the title race. Yeah. And this was a, a, a bit of a crazy midweek mm. for those guys and what we were expecting and taking opportunities and closing gaps and in, in, in increasing gaps. Mm. And it and it uh, and it didn't really happen the way we thought it was going to happen. First of all, Manchester City. This yeah. is on Tuesday. Um, wow. What do you, what do you think to this game, mate? What's the, your biggest thoughts when you think about this game and, and how it panned out? My biggest takeaway with the game was um, in in some instances, Rob, and it, and it always sounds a strange thing. You, you can almost score too early. Twenty four seconds. Aguero gets a goal, and at that point, you, you're thinking four or five, but. There was something about the City performance that was mirrored in, in the, the manager's body language. He was slumped on the side. He wasn't happy with things. He was frustrated talking to Arteta. There was something on the football pitch that made it look as though, you wouldn't say preparation because we know how Peps works, but it was almost like, oh, the second's going to come and we're going to win three or four. But the second didn't come and they kind of had so much possession as you'd expect. But it wasn't really... With a purpose, Rob, with a real drive, with a determination, with a way like we're going to get the goals as we've seen earlier in the season. And the longer it stayed at one, the more Newcastle got in the game, they end up getting the equaliser, end up getting the winner. And it's one of those days when we've seen a couple of times from City this season, although they slightly get a little bit bored with all the possession. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, just just a few extra thoughts on it, Rob. I, I, again, yeah, I mean, they, they go one nil up and... They are thinking this is easy. Mm. They're in absolute control and didn't have the 
desire or, or I guess they didn't feel the need to go and score another goal. And that kind of casual, easy possession mm. went from sloppy football, which started from the beginning, by the way, from the beginning, from a list of players that I'll give you a little later who I thought were poor in the match. It went from sloppy to poor. And mm. that no desire or felt like the need to yeah. go and score another goal is what's cost them in this game. Newcastle United, you know, they sat back, they conceded that goal. Of course, everybody knows that Rafa Benitez was going to do nothing yeah. different exactly the same way. Okay, it's 1-0. We're going to stay in this game. It's just the, the, the nature of cities, I guess... I guess motivation seems to be the big word these last yeah. few weeks with Chelsea and everybody else. The, it just didn't look like City's players were up for it. And that I, I think, well, yeah. Bob, that's, not, that's probably the worst I've seen this Pep City team play for a very long time. And that's considering it was a strong side out there. You've got yeah, De Bruyne, so. Fernandinho, Silva, Sane, Sterling, Aguero. In fact, just one player... And that's the left back away from their strongest yeah. lineup. And I think, I think. How does it's that happen, Rob? How do they go into a game that they know they need to keep the pressure on Liverpool? Down, it could be down to a, to a point with Liverpool having to play, which would have been very different based on what we, we've seen today. Mm. How does that happen with a team that we we know is driven by a manager that's supposed to be hungry that wants to go back to back? How how do how do they how do you go to Newcastle and not have the desire? That, well, that, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, for, for, for listen, for, for likes of me and you, mate, who played in the Premier League many times, mm. and we never got close to the Premier League title, we, we, we kind of think, wow, if you're right there, then you must be busting a gut yeah. every single week. Now, we've got to remember, and this has happened many times before, that Premier League champions, the season after, mm. find it difficult, very, very difficult, to have the same level of, of desire, Rob. Now, that that's what it looked like. Now, if you listen to Pep afterwards, yep. and maybe on reflection, you could put it down to just a really bad day. Yeah, I mean that's what Pep said. Just a really bad day. We didn't play well. Individuals didn't play well. We never got our rhythm, as he, he talked about many times afterwards. And to be fair, Rob, the desire has been there. They had mm -hmm. a poor result, didn't they, a few weeks ago? Yeah. And they've been on a good run, not conceding goals, winning, winning games comfortably. So that's why this was such a shock to me when you watch them play and like, wow, mm. really this bad, given this team, given the situation, given you're going first before Liverpool's game the following day to add yeah. some pressure. Mm. It was just a really surprising one, Rob. Now, whether again, what do you, do you think it's, it's more about just a bad day at the office, given their recent run, or is it more of this team don't look as, as fired up to yeah. win the Premier League like there's other games coming in this in February and stuff mm. big games other competitions and they and they, they they're not feeling the same way about driving home another Premier League title I have to say Rob I think it's more the latter than the former it's four defeats now uh, this season yeah. they only lost yeah. two in, in winning it last time four draws so We've seen a little bit of it now. It's crept in. Let's remember Pep's a man who, who's won back-to-back -back titles in, in Spain. He's won back-to-back -back yeah. titles in Germany. So he knows what's required. So I can't believe it's preparation. I can't believe it's getting everything right. It's tougher so though, Rob, in the Premier League, isn't it? It is tougher. It's it tougher. is different. But, Rob, what I, what I would say is the biggest challenge to going back-to-back -back is not about ability. It's not, it, it is that hunger and that yeah, desire that yeah. when you're doing it first time round, it means so much more. It means that little, you know, you've got to get there, you've got to strive, you've got to push yourself to limits. 
I think there's something that happens, and, and unfortunately, I can't say I've won a title, so I, can, I know the feeling. But talking to people around it, and, and your Man United guys who, who you know, who we know over the years, it's always harder to take them because some of that hunger goes. Some of that, well, we've won a title. They're in four competitions. Oh, well, might be the Champions League might be a focus. You've got other things in in your mind when you go on the pitch. Last season, the only thing on their plate was to make sure they won the title, which they did. Uh, the first team to get a hundred points. Yeah, breaking all those records was mm. a, an extra motivation to to kind of you know make sure it was a, it was a special season. Is, is, give... there, is there a line in this, Rob? I heard mm. somebody on the radio t- today talking about, and, and we've touched on it before. This drive from Pep and this pursuit of perfection does that is that something that every now and then is too demanding? So. Players, we've seen players, we've seen like John Stones playing ever so well and then he has a little off spell. We've seen Kyle Walker have a similar. Kevin De Bruyne has come back in the team and hasn't quite looked himself uh, in all respects. Is, is, is maybe that daily grind and, and, and drive that the manager has that's part of his personality and we've seen it on, on, on the uh, reality show, etc. Can, can that wear? Can, can that actually lead to some off days where you just can't quite be at it and the football's not as perfect and, and it, we're just not as good? Listen, I, I, th- I think that can happen. But in my opinion, not yet. Mm. I mean, what's this? The thir- it's the third season, isn't it? It's the third mm. season. And, you know, I can't imagine that his message, that, that enthusiasm, that drive, that specialness that he brings as, as being Pep Guardiola... It's enough for the players to say, oh, God, not, not again. I think it's more the, the way that they do it, Rob. It, it has to be so precise. Yeah, yeah. It has to be so perfect. And maybe on a cold, maybe there's a bit of frost in the ground. Maybe it's, you know, maybe those conditions aren't perfect. The, the few of the, the guys are mm. a little cold. And, you know, maybe they, their football isn't as perfect as it needs to be to get the job done. Because, of course, last year it was so often so great, their football. That, that it blew people away. But it, they're not a grinding team. That's no, what I'm trying to no. say. They can't win, or they rarely win ugly. And I think when, when, when it isn't going great, mm. then, then the results can drop off quite quickly. Let me just get to players that weren't great on the night, I thought. And this is unusual because these players... I'm telling you, we, we would both say there's some of the best players at the football club and in the Premier League. David mm. Silva, yeah. Kevin De Bruyne, mm. Raheem Sterling, Fernandinho, Emmerich yeah. Laporte and Leroy Sane were, were between sloppy and poor. Now, again, as Pep said, maybe this is... I mean, these are a lot of their best players. Yeah. And some of these you'd never... You know, particularly Fernandinho and Laporte. Champions, maybe. Rob. Proper They're champions, champions yeah. but, but, but reliable players. They all played poorly. So, you know, listen... Pep, Pep will say yeah. there's there's plenty of way to go yet. It was a bad day for us. I'm I'm more worried than that for their title hopes. It uh, was a poor day, but I, I worry that 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 there's so much going on. Mm. They're going to focus on other competitions. Sunday, Rob, they face Arsenal at home, an Arsenal team that that that's shown on the day they they can be a challenge when they're up for it. <laughs> if that didn't go for the three points, all of a sudden people would start asking questions, though. Yeah, they will. I mean, it's getting to the point. Well, well we say that after we know what the, the Liverpool score was. Mm. But it's getting to the point. They can't step up anymore. No. You said it. It's mm. four losses now yeah. for Manchester City. And we know historically that, that champions, they don't lose five. No, 
No. I mean, no, it, it doesn't. It's very I mean, it's rarely happened happens, a few does it? Yeah, in the but last rarely. 10, 20 years. Not but this rarely. year. You, you can't lose five this year and, and yeah. win a title. You look at the league table yeah. and you see Liverpool mm. with 19 wins, four draws and one loss. Yeah. That's kind of former champions. Yeah. And underneath City now with four losses. Mm. And there's another 14 games to go. They've got to be pretty perfect. Yeah. And we know that February with different competitions and that Champions League, I think they're going to be absolutely you know, fever pitch to try and do some real damage in it. Mm. I just can't see him being as perfect as they need to be. Um, even though we will talk about Liverpool, yeah. uh, they, they thought that the, the gap could get um, bigger. It did by only one point. So they're, of course, still in the race. I just, this was pretty worrying given a Newcastle side that are going to sit back and you'd really expect them to win the game. So a, a bad, bad day. Mm. Um, and just finally on Pep's face, Rob, and his, and his kind of demeanor the language, side, yeah. I, I've never seen him look no. so disappointed, really. I, I think just I disappointed with the way his team were playing. Yeah, I totally agree. We, we had plenty of shots coming in from, from mm. the different camera angles, and he was arguing with Arteta, he was banging his seat, his head was down. He just, I got the vibe that he knew it was one of them days. Sometimes, you know, as a manager, you, mm. you watch, you watch the, the players warm up, you watch them come off the coach, you see a few things, and you go, hmm, I'm a bit worried today. And it just looked like one of those days for Manchester City and Pep. Certainly, they're going to have to pick things up. But, Robbie Musto, mm. this isn't a top six team show always. Let's turn the attention to Newcastle United and Rafa Benitez, because... This was a big week for Rafa in many respects. He played a slightly weakened or changed team in the FA Cup, got beat by Watford, and people weren't happy about that. But he said it was vindicated by this result, that uh, three points that they couldn't have even dreamed of to get the win. I thought it was a big week when he, he came out with a statement this week, Rob, and said, I need two players to keep this team up. And if I don't get those two players, I'll be leaving in the summer. And I thought, wow. That's unlike Rafa. He's definitely gone to his own and put it right on him. And we're hearing that Almiron is, is nearly done or should yeah. be done by tomorrow. He's, he's a clever little yeah. player for, from mm. Atlanta who we've seen over here in MLS soccer. Mm. Um, he's looking for one more to bring in. And I just thought that's a big, that's an experienced manager just recognising the right time to kind of, you know, know he's, he's in a position of strength and he had the, he's got the whole team behind him he's got the whole town behind him mm. and he got he pulls off a big result when it matters and not least I'm sure this in the top of his agenda didn't off do his old team Liverpool a favour as well yeah I know and wasn't Miguel Amaron kind of not announced but didn't the news kind of break just before this game mm -hmm. so good. so you know the fans would you know take a boost from that and I think Amaron if it does get completed tomorrow it's not complete yet yeah. I feel I mean that's really really interesting it's just really interesting to see how a player that, that has been stunning in, mm. in Major League Soccer for a big fee can jump into a a, a big Premier League side give them the license to here you go and then Miguel go, go and yeah. be a hero go and be a hero in this this giant football club and by the way United. he will be a hero up there if he can play it'd if be he the new David Ginola by the way and they, they are big boots to fill but he's got that kind of capability and can eliminate players off the dribble like Ginola yeah. did in his prime yeah it's, and, and that's why I find it I find it fascinating that when you know a player in one league mm. going into another league that you know it's really difficult to, to predict sometimes of how players jump into that league. He looks like what we've seen, that he's got the dribbling ability. He's got the vision of making through passes. He's got a little bit of fire in his belly, yeah. can come back and make a tackle. Um, but the, 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 the physicality, the intensity of the Premier League is, is higher. 
than MLS. It just is. And the amount of games and the amount of expectation and the amount of pressure, it, it's, it's going to be fascinating. And I, and I wish mm-hmm. him all the best if, again, if the deal gets finalised tomorrow. It's not finalised yet. Anything could happen to, to make it not happen. But it's just a, a side note of a, a fascinating move that I'd love to see happen. Um, and just, yeah, just to continue with, with Newcastle United, Rob, I mean, Rondon, you know, it, it, I know they love a number nine, and I know they've had better number nines than Salomon Rondon, but it's something about him that I enjoy watching from, from West Brom days. I, I, know, I know what he can do. I know what he can't do. But mm. I just like, I like that sort I, of guy in my team, Rob. Yeah. He's, he's always there. He's, he'll take the chances. He's running around tackling and making things happen. The fans love him there. And he got his all-important uh, goal in the game as well. Matt Ritchie scores the penalty to, to, for the 2-1 goal. And it's just a, a lesson in staying in the game Park in the bus, because that's mm. what they did. Yeah. Get everybody behind it. And you are somewhat set up for a couple of guys to sprint forward and Christian Atsu and, and Jose Perez to support the big man, Rondon, up front. And you never know what might happen. And that's what we saw. It's a classic smash and grab. And well done, Rafa Benitez. It, it looks, Rob, they're on 24 points. 24, 24. points, yep. You know, five-point gap now. This five-point gap, yeah. which isn't a just, lot, but you just three think with minute. him mm. and that club, yeah. and Amaron signing, that signings. they could be all right. Absolutely, Rafa Benitez again, looking mm. like he's going to put. Hey, you know what? Just funny. Mm. If he does, they do stay up, Rob. Oh. He ain't staying, is he? he? He can't take any more of this, is he? I, 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 you I'm never sure know with this guy. He's loyal to a fault in some respect. If, he if loves Ashley's this football still... club. And you know what? Wouldn't it be great for, for whether it's with Mike Ashley or some of their ownership group or something, wouldn't it be great for Rafa to, to, to be given some resources, yeah. give him some time and build this football club oh, back to a, to, to a top it. six team? He could do it. You've got it's a top six manager, got change. But, but things have to change. But you know what? He's fighting a battle down at the bottom and he looks mm. like he's going to be winning it again. Rafa yeah. Benitez, you know, a man for, for, for all days where they're good, bad or indifferent, he, he sticks by his team. Well, let's move it on. So, Newcastle beat Manchester City, that surprises all, that now puts a, the spotlight back on, on Liverpool, who, who played today. Chance to make a seven-point gap at the top of the, uh, of the table with 14 games to go, which would definitely put them in a position of real control. And it didn't quite go to plan, although it's another point, it's a five-point gap, so they're a point better off than they were, but what was your overriding things? I know you watched this game quite closely. What was your yeah. overriding thoughts? Like, was there was there anything different about Liverpool? Did you sense because of maybe the expectancy? Ugly, that's the word, mate. Ugly. It was an ugly night. It was mm. ugly weather. It was ugly conditions on the pitch. There's there's kind of hail and snow on the ground. The ball wasn't moving particularly slick, and the game was ugly. And Liverpool <sighs> can Liverpool were, do ugly? They can do ugly and win. They didn't. Mm-hmm. They didn't this in this game though. They can do that and win. That's why they look like champions at the moment because they've done that more than City have done it. Um, this this was one of those that I think Jurgen Klopp. I'm not seeing that many quotes of him afterwards yeah. that will probably say, you know what, that was ugly, but you know you can't win them all, mm. and we'll take it. That's a point more than City got this match week. Um, it just was scrappy, Rob. Disjointed. Yeah. Uh, again, we saw Jordan Henderson this time playing at right back. Now, okay. Nathaniel Klein was allowed to leave the football mm. club and it, and it 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 has to go down as a mistake yeah the there's no kind of clawback uh, that you could get him uh, back or, or apparently no, which seems a bit weird so. seems no a bit i don't think so at this stage mm. now i mean james milner was there yeah. had a bit of a torrid didn't he in his last game against zaha 
Uh, is that an oversight that by the club then? And, and yeah, whether it's Jurgen it Klopp, you know, in this situation, do you just not keep as many bodies around as you can? I'm sure you, uh, yeah. Nathaniel Klein isn't a bad guy around the training room. I wouldn't totally. have thought he, he's, he's moping around too much. You're part of something that's growing. Mm. I mean, Joe he, Gomez was injured, Rob. Yeah. So it's only Trent Alexander Arnold. And to be fair, I think. Alexander Arnold was was okay when the deal happened, yeah. And then straight away, Alexander uh, Arnold's injured, and you just said it. Just keep guys around. This is this is a, a special season. Um, I mean, Jordan Henderson did okay today, actually. I mean, he's a good footballer. He's a midfield player. He's experienced, and you can get away with it in certain games. And they and they did with James Milner last time out against Palace. They still won four three. I guess they get away with it. It's one-one. Mm. It, 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 by the way, both teams could have won this game. Yeah, I looked up a couple it, it, of times. I saw Leicester absolutely. having some stuff going across the box and, and yeah. big challenges going in. Keeping making a couple of saves. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I mean, refereeing decisions. I mean, I, I think we've seen a, f- a few days of some, uh, wow, some dodgy refereeing. <laughs> I mean, I, I think there should have been a penalty on Naby Keita, Rob, and he went yeah, through in the box. Yeah, didn't he? Pereira. Opportunity. I think that's a penalty. Mm. There's another shout with. Um, Harry Maguire, that's kind of the last man. And there was oh, a got the yellow card when yeah. possibly think, could have been red. I think possibly could have been red. I, th- I think it's the right call. Mm. You know, it's a long way from goal and yeah. all the rest of it. Um, but so it, it was just one of them days. And I didn't, watching the game, I didn't really think Liverpool were going to win it. You know, in the last 10, 15 yeah, minutes, when you, they were you going, expect, yeah, yeah. you know, they, they're going towards mm. a cop and, 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 you know, you expect them to really drive forward. Well, it wasn't really there. Leicester, Leicester, a funny side. Yeah. I'd like, I really like Leicester. And I, and, and I know they're inconsistent. And I know the Leicester fans at times get frustrated with the way it's gone this season. But they've got some good players. They've, got some, they, they've just got some good players. And I, I just, it was a day where Liverpool weren't at their best, nowhere near the best. But it was a difficult night, to be fair. Conditions weren't easy in their football. Um, it is just, it is scrappy right now. And again, if this is back in October, then you're like, wow, that's, that's a bit worrying. It doesn't really matter no, now. No. I mean, Points. it's all about Keep results. Massive, yeah. And they got a point. It wasn't a good day for them, but they'll take it and they'll move on. Absolutely. Move on with a five, five-point gap at the top of the table. 14 to play. It's still probably more than they would have thought uh, at this stage of the season. So, um, still in this pole position, really, to, to win the title. Let's talk about Tottenham, Rob, because um, it's been a strange time at Spurs. The The... Injuries to to the likes of Deli Ali and, and and Harry Kane out till till we're here in early March. Young Min Son went off to Asian Cup duty um, with South Korea. He's back now. Uh, managed to score today, but two defeats in, in two cup competitions. The manager talking about cups only being for ego and top four being the spot. It, it all seemed to again turn a bit negative around Tottenham. So I thought it was important today for them to, to, to get the, the result. And I'm going 1-0 down to a decent Watford team now. Uh, that has to be a really good result for Pochettino and his men in, in trying to um, really consolidate that third spot behind the big two. Yeah, I mean, it's difficult. I mean, it's, there's a couple of clubs now that get, that get hammered. Right? It, there's so much Johnny knee-jerk to... <laughs> I mean, it just is. I mean, everybody's just waiting to jump on and mm. hammer, you know, whoever they can hammer. And Poch has been hammered the last couple of weeks for his, you know, he played a weakened team in the FA Cup. Uh, he didn't against Chelsea in the, in the League Cup, trying to get to, to, to a final, a League Cup final. They lost that game. They lost before, of course, home against Man United. So it, it's, it, it's been, it's that sort of season. It's that sort of time. But they found a way. They found a way to, to win it. And, 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 and fair play to Llorente. You know, he missed, yeah, he he missed, missed a couple of good chances before. before, yeah. 
and, it, and he steps up with a good header, Rob, you know, in the 87th minute, I think it was, to win the game 2-1 in a game that didn't look like it was going to be a victory for them. Mm. And given this crazy midweek and given the league table, I mean, there's seven points from the top. Yeah. There's seven points from the top. There's three teams that can win this Premier League. There's three, they're one of them. They can win it. There's 14 games left. These three teams, Liverpool, Man City and Spurs, can win this Premier League. And fair play to Spurs. Yomin Son is back from international duty, scores a goal. Um, I know they're missing some, some star-star names that will be returning in the next few weeks. It's just, it's just a remarkable run and a remarkable kind of roller coaster in some ways with Spurs because mm. they, you think they're going to go and do great things. They disappoint. He gets hammered. They could bounce back again. It's just the way it's been all season with Spurs. But but here we are. Like, again, they can they can still win this league. They are. And, and, and I was thinking about this this morning and the whole sort of potch hammering and the negative Spurs. And, and, and sometimes, Rob, I was thinking... We have to remember, you know, Spurs wasn't, you know, when Poch took hold of Spurs, they were they were six in in, in the table. I think it was what four and a half years ago yeah, now, and, and, and they were hoping to hoping to get into a top four. Then our regular top four, Rob, I, I think we forget sometimes what they have got. Tottenham, they've got a great young group of players that, that are progressing, they're getting better. And I know they haven't won the cup yet. That everybody keeps saying mm. is important, but they, they, they've got a great young group of players. As it stands, they've got one of the best managers in world football. Whether he leaves or not in the summer, we're talking about right now. They go into a new stadium that's going to be state-of-the-art, one of the best mm. stadiums in, in world football. There's so much that's good about Spurs that, that people tend to overlook and want to keep going to that negative and, and, and the same old narrative about Spurs, oh, can't get it done, can't get over the line. There's yeah. some bigger team, there's a lot bigger teams below them, Rob, who yeah. wouldn't mind being in that position, by the way. Still... As you say, in some respects, in the title race, still in the knockout stages of the Champions League, and got a squad and a team that's going to get better over time. In comparison, someone like Chelsea, we're going to talk about in a little while. Where you start to think, where's this going? Mm. No, I think, I think to be fair though, Rob, I, you know, I think you're absolutely right, and and the general job that's been done has been stunning. That that's clear. But there are a couple of things. These quotes about the cup competitions and it's for egos and it, it's much more important for Spurs' growth to finish in the top four spots. I didn't, I didn't like those quotes as well. If I'm a Spurs fan, you know, I want to go to Wem oh, Wembley. I, mm. I want to I win cup finals. I want those days out. I want the open top bus rides with my, my heroes coming by. You know, so as a young kid, I watched my, my team was Oxford United, a tiny little club. Well, they won the League Cup one year. I went there as a fan of my mate. It mm. was one of the best days. I ended up playing in Cup Finals. Cup Finals, it, it, it's um, it, so I was disappointed with that. So that's one thing that, that, that disappoints me about yeah. him. And the other thing, and this is, this is about getting over the line. Now, I know it's really hard to win titles, and I know it's really hard, but they've been really close. Yeah. And given... You know, they have no right to be there with the money spent and the salaries, but they have been there. Yeah, they, yeah. they are. Last year had no right to win a title, the, but they right. won, yeah. But they, they, but they won, Rob. And yeah. I, I still think there's a there's a doubt in my mind. There's a little over flaw the over Pochettino. Then yeah. is there something that I, well, there might there. be missing? They got really yeah, close I mean, that year with Leicester. They got really close to semi finals. I mean, it, it's is, still... is that part of him? Is is that you know not when don't have to win cups, it's for ego. Is that part of who he is? Maybe. Is that maybe, maybe why he, he's got he to this this point and not gone that, that next yard? I mean, that, that's what we'll have to wait and see. There'll, there'll come a point where we'll stop saying about how great he is and how great a coach he is if, if he doesn't get things done, Rob. Having said that, 
I pose a question. If they'd have won the League Cup this year, but dropped out the top four, would that have been success? They've won the, t- they've won the Cup now. Everybody can, can forget that. We've won a Cup. But we go into that new stadium without Champions League football. We're in Europa League, but we've won the Cup. Would you be okay with that? Well, you know, the fans fa- nah, the fans wouldn't. But I tell you what, the fans would enjoy a, 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 a Cup victory. They would. Yeah. They would. I'm not saying it's a success. But they, they'd enjoy watching their captain raise a trophy over his head with, with thousands of fans around, wherever it is in North London, you know, because they are great yeah. days out. Yeah. Um, but again, we're not stupid. We understand the value and the money you can get from a Champions League run into the knockout stages. It's a huge amount of money. They've done it again, and, and they're in the, the, the knockout stages. It's tremendous credit. Yeah. I just, you know, again, just very quickly, it's just they're good enough to yeah, be up that yeah. line. They've just got to get over it. Yeah. Uh, um, in, in some competition and really achieve something great. Yeah, maybe the manager's got to have a little bit more belief in himself and his team to get them over the line. Now, just a few words from one of our sponsors before we turn our attention to Chelsea. Plenty to talk about with them and Manchester United. But when it's cold out there, your vehicle needs some attention. O'Reilly Auto Parts has everything you need to keep your vehicle toasty warm. From choosing the right antifreeze for your engine to replacing your windshield wiper blades, O'Reilly will get your car or truck in fighting shape for the cold weather ahead. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. Right, Robbie Musto, I'm going to turn our attention to the most... Alarming, if you're a Chelsea fan, um, result of, of this midweek. Chelsea nil, Bournemouth four. <laughs> at the Vitality, a, a game that's that, that um, Chelsea dominated possession in the first half and, and looked comfortable. Second half, I absolutely don't know quite what happened out there. Um, on the back of two decent cup results that, that got them through to the League Cup and an FA Cup win against Sheffield Wednesday. But when we talk about back-to-back Premier League games, the 2-0 defeat against Arsenal and the lack of motivation, lack of leadership press conference from, from Sarri, to today going to Bournemouth at the Vitality and conceding four second-half goals, I don't quite know where we start on this one, mate. Mm. No... Uh... I think I think what this brings up, Rob, is more questions than answers. So so many more questions, and you know it, it's, uh, it, it's is it going to be a situation, Rob, where this is going to blow up? This could mm. blow up now, where th- there's obviously th- there's a problem at this football club, yep. and is is Mauricio Sarri bringing it to attention? You know, we we, we of course we heard his his words from af- after that Arsenal performance. And what he said about finding it difficult to motivate this group, which met with a different kind of reception from different people and, and brave or stupid or whatever. And a lot of people saying, well, it's his job to motivate. You know, what, what you're talking about. I was more on, wow, why, why would you say that if there's not something in it? This is your first season. Why would you throw it out there that you can't motivate this group? I mean, that's mm. very like risky yeah. thing to say. So I think there's something in it. And again, we've got another... Um, situation in this game where they were let down in the second half with the, with the players that, that just fell apart in the second half. Now, I didn't see it as closely as you. Yeah. You know, we're, we're doing this right after the games midweek. I watched the other game, the Liverpool match. Um, but but again, I, what did you see? Well, did you see a drop-off that, that yeah. made you think this, this wow. these players well, just like couldn't w- be bothered? It was alarming, Rob. It, it was embarrassing, and strong words. It was unacceptable. 
And it was a, sl- a slight on the professionalism of a talented group of players. The last time they lost it to Arsenal, Rich Osari, in his press conference, I thought very uh, succinctly said, in terms of talent, the two teams are, are, are quite similar. But Arsenal wanted it more than, than, than Chelsea and they won 2-0. When you look at the two teams today, Rob, in terms of talent, Chelsea have bundles yeah, more talent. Cool. But when a team like Bournemouth want, have less talent but want it more than you and score four goals, you, you, you've got problems. And I just wanted, Rob, to, to, to play the sorry sound from after yeah. the game because in some respects it's a bit much of the same as we've heard before. I'm sure you've been in the dressing room for a long, long time now after the game. Are you very angry? Are you frustrated? How do you feel? No, I think that I am not angry. I am frustrated, of course, because... Uh, at the end of the first half, it was impossible to think that uh, the second half was uh, was a disaster. So um, I wanted only to 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 understand why. And it's very difficult to understand why. It's my fault, of course, because I am not able to motivate these uh, these uh, these players. But uh, it's very difficult, and uh, I wanted to understand why. So that I think there's a slight difference there. Yeah, I, I am not able to motivate correct th- this group of players. So he's 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 basically saying it's, it's my an fault. Ultimate, yeah, but is he chucked out an ultimatum? Well, he, he's just saying it, I can't. You know, I can't do it. He's mm. been he's been these players. Totally these players. So something has to change, and either the players have to change, or he'll have to change because he's not motivating. He's either suggesting somebody else might be able to motivate them, or if you want me to motivate them, you're going to have to get me different players. Is it his fault, Rob? Are we? Are we? You know, are we no. getting it wrong? Is it his fault? He takes. He takes some blame, Rob. He takes some blame. I know he blame. takes some blame, but but, but you, when you, you when you it? say when you say motivate, and 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 I have a picture, and and, and we've been around dressing rooms all all our, all our lives in Korea, so we know what goes on. I sense, Richard, uh, sorry, took an hour, Rob, to come out at a press conference. So he was yeah. in there, and yeah, whether he does time. the hairdresser, whether he, however, he gets his message across, I can imagine. Blank faces, players staring at, at, at the ground, laying it wash over them, not really taking it in, not really different. I mean, we, he, he's publicly embarrassed the, 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 the same group of players in, in the Arsenal game, and then you at least expect a reaction. You expect something. You, listen, Chelsea can have a bad day. We've talked about Man City had a bad day. Mm. We've talked about Liverpool not having yeah. a great day. But, 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 but when Chelsea, in the second half, Rob don't look like they're bothered, don't look like they're committed, don't look like they're, they're Bournemouth are Olaine Chelsea with 85 minutes on the clock. Something's wrong. Listen, many times before on this show and on our air, I have said it's up to the manager to motivate the players. And it is. It's just this case. And you've got to take all these things in, yeah. in case-by-case basis because it's... This is an incredibly unique situation all these different clubs in this league and et cetera, et cetera. But when other managers have struggled with the same thing, Mourinho, we give yeah. the players a benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Antonio Conte comes in and fires them up. They win. The next season, they drop off. He ends up going. Do the players win again this time, Rob? Do they win well, again well, where, it, it, where he gets fired and somebody else comes in uh, to, try and get, to try and get these guys to, to play? Well, well, if they do, they're foolish. Because by uh, the time now, th- this group, th- this kind of collective group, this culture at this, this football club has gone absolutely as far. This group doesn't win another title. So if, if, mm. if, if Chelsea's... 
ambition is to go yeah. back and win titles. They yeah. need to break this group up. And when it was it, Rob, well, before the game, and, and, and Rebecca, we were talking about Eddie Nazard. And he's a wonderful player. He's up there with the best in the league. Well, in his game, 10 goals, 10 assists, all this stuff. But when he can come out and say, I frustrate managers in the past, I frustrate Zoe, I frustrate others. They want me to do all that chasing back and that. I don't want to do it. When that's going to be accepted, when you can publicly come out and say, that's who I am, then something's wrong, Rob. Something's got to be wrong at your football club. At some point, you might have to chase a full-back back to stop a goal. Well, that's what you do. You're in a team with teammates and everybody's trying to do their bit. Totally agree. This, this group, many of them have been together a long time now mm. and they've seen a lot of things and they've had great success and fair play. But I think it's time to make some changes here, to shake it up. I Big think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. This group isn't going to win a title again. I think the, the the league has moved on. Mm. There's champions in this squad that that don't have that 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 incredible fire or desire to win a title. And I think there's got to be changes. There's nobody loves Ed Nazard more than mm. me. And you know what? I know he's not a perfect player. I, I know that he should. And I, we had this this conversation, Rob, about f- six months ago, or whatever. Mm. When when Sari, you know, like, well, Nazard can score forty goals. I'm like, he's never done it. <laughs> he's never done it. He, he just he doesn't have that inner drive. I still love him to bits. He's still a reason why they've won a lot of things because he's a fantastic player. Um, but it's time for him to move on, and it's time for some of the others to move on. Now, whether Mauricio Sari and, and what he's said over the last few weeks, and and this this um, in his stance that he's taken, this public stance like, I can't motivate this group, is mm. put himself on the line. Now, is Roman Abramovich and that football club going to say, okay, you can't do it? I think there's others that can, off your pop. Mm. Or they're going to say, you know what, there's got to be something in it now. And let's make some changes. Whether it's in this window, won't be, it be in summer. And stick with him and give him the chance to, to try and make it right. Now, now, quickly on the other side, Rob, there's still things he's not doing right. No. There's still too, no. many, too many situations where it's too fiddly through the middle. You know, he has talked about trying to make people better off the ball and making better runs. Mm. He hasn't, that hasn't worked yet. So he, he, he absolutely takes a lot of the blame for their current that prevail, uh, travails right now because the football isn't perfect. And, and defensively, they look wide open. So you know, but, he, he isn't blameless. No, but, but, but I, gi- I would give him the benefit of the doubt of this football club to, to stay longer and try and go through some kind of mini transition and changing this this Chelsea look. Let me tell you tactically as well, and, and, and I know you, you love going on the tactics route, but he makes changes in the game and makes like for like. So Giroud came on, Iguain uh, goes off. Loftus-Cheek comes on, Kovacic goes off. Same shape. Willian comes on, Pedro goes off. Same shape. A shape that's not winning the game, that, that, that Bournemouth are dealing with, getting behind the ball, falling them, falling them narrow. They're taking shots from 20 yards that ain't really working the goalkeeper too hard. Mm. This guy's so wedded to the system, so wedded to the way that they play, and to the point of stubbornness where... I'm not sure he's getting the best from his players in the system that he plays. Right. So, yeah, I agree on a lot of that, Rob. The, the, the thing I'd say, and it sounds like I'm defending him forever mm. here, this is first season with Chelsea. Yeah. Pep's first season with Man City. Klopp's first season with Liverpool. Yeah. Not great. N- no. Given time, had a little bit of patience, mm. made some changes, made some big signings Liverpool over a series of yeah. years. Pep, of course, they got the finances to, to change all okay. his defenders and yeah. fullbacks yeah. and all that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even though... It's not been great with with the way that he's trying to do it. It hasn't always worked out great. They're, yeah. they're sitting in fifth place right now. 
again, I'm still not quick to say, you know what, you haven't worked, mate. This isn't very good. That's not very good. He's playing there. You know, get out because you can't motivate him as well. Mm. It's his first season. And Absolutely. I know that Antonio Conte went there and kicked him up the kicked him up the backside and they won. That's kind of that's kind of rare. I mean, you know, give him some patience and give him some time. I just I'm, I'm he, tired. He's got to be back. He's going to get it. He's got to be back by yeah, the people upstairs. The fans are going to the fans are after him. The fans booed today when Giroud came yeah. on. The fans you last. you go on any blogs and that the fans aren't happy with the manager at the moment. They, this sorry ball. They don't like Jorginho in the middle of the park. Don't think he does enough today. He got exposed his lack of mobility. Kovacic isn't given enough to the team the fans mm. don't like him mm. they, they're saying that why are we selling you know Hudson Adoy although they're, they're talking about um, him staying now why is Loftus-Cheek not getting a start there's lots of questions and I think we said there's more questions than answers with Chelsea at the moment yeah. and the, there's work to be done and, and you get the sense if this group of players stay I almost get the sense that Solly's going to say you know what it's not for me this group ain't for me I, I think it's 50-50 in terms of blame here if what he's doing tactically, but the fifth guy his side of it. i 60-40, more on the players. Yeah. And, and also, I was going to finish off there, yeah. like 50-50, but it's his first season. Yeah. You know, and yeah, he should be, maybe he should be doing better with the squad and, and in terms of his tactical side of it. But he, but he is so set in what he knows and what he wants to try and put into these players that he is, he's sticking with it. And I just, you know, with, with players coming in the summer, Pulisic, of course, we know is coming mm-hmm. into the football club. Higuain's going to be interesting now between the end of the season. This, this Gonzalo Higuain thing, Rob, is probably, is probably going to decide it. Yeah. If, if, if he scores guy, 10 goals yeah. mm. and they get some, and they, and they, and they start they playing better, four. and they stay in the top four, I think he'll be trusted to make some change in the summer. If Higuain, by the way, doesn't play well and it's too fiddly, and they still struggle to score, and they get caught on a mm. counter-attack and lose games, then he's going to be in trouble. So you know, as much as I, I hate to see this, that's the reality. This Higuain purchase is his guy. Yeah, he's he got, him he's for got a what he wanted, didn't he? Yeah, he's, he's got, got a few what guys he wanted. in the team now that yeah. he wants, and he's in the spots that he wants it. He's got to make it work, and this is his responsibility now. I know the motivation is still an issue, and that's the player's side of it. I want to see changes in that regard in the summer, but Higuain's got to work for him. Mourinho back to Chelsea. <coughs> Let's move it on. Let's move it on to Manchester United because the team that uh, sitting Jose Mourinho just left. We're flying eight wins in eight. We weren't able to make it nine in nine for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Uh, had to be content with a 2-0 draw with, with Burnley. I haven't been 2-0 down 87 minutes on the clock. It didn't quite go to plan, but yeah, again, it kind of feels quite positive around Solskjaer and Manchester United, Rob. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought it played well. Yeah. I know that Solskjaer was, was pretty critical. We didn't start that quickly. I looked at the, I looked at the first, well, the first half in general, really, and thought, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, they didn't have to play better now. They didn't have to move the ball yeah. well. You know, the, the passing's quicker. The movement's better. The patterns are, are very strong. Matter from the right comes inside. Rashid from the left moves more centrally with Lukaku. So, you know, it, 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 of course, you know, it was a bit of a weird game. Mm. But it's not that they played badly. And you're right. The comeback late was tremendous. Yeah. My big takeaway, though, Robbie Earl, I'm going to go straight to it. They're not as good a team with Lukaku in it. Big Rom. Knew they, you were going not, there. Did you? They're not as yeah. good a team. It's, it, I'm, I, you know, and I like Not as, as dangerous a, a team, not, a, not as threatening. Not as good, not as quick, not as nimble, not as threatening, not as dangerous. Mm. When, when, when Rashford is centrally, he gets involved with the build-up play. He, he then makes great runs in behind fullbacks yeah. for balls down the channel. You know, it, it, That's a big it, problem, it is, Rob, then. That, that's a big... 
Well, Money is it a big problem? problem? Well, what, you, Lukaku sitting on the sides? Yeah, well... For, for a period, might yeah, be well, okay. He, he ain't going to start season stay. He's not going to be happy being a sub at Manchester United. No, he's not. But I'm, I'm, I'm so sure that, it, it, that United are better with, without mm. him in the side. Oh, I hear your point. I hear your with point. With Martial when he comes back. Uh, Lingard came on and looked mm, bright look again. Yeah, he's got to play now, Lingard, hasn't he? Looks, it isn't happening yet for Alexis, but he looks mm. like he's he's fired up. He, he wants to make things happen. It, it wasn't a game for him uh, when he came into it, but it just struck me as that they, they look really nice and their yeah. football's really good and Pogba's getting in the box and Lukaku's getting the box and Rashford's getting the box. It's just not the same and too many periods of the match was not much going on through the centre because it was Lukaku there and not Rashford. Okay, and it's a good point, and I don't disagree because, to be honest, as we're watching the game a couple of times, there's no runs in behind, there's no real threat without Rashford centrally. So if you're if you're Solskjaer, or, you know this not fully experienced manager, and you've got Lukaku come the end of the season, he's given the job. How do you deal with that? That that, that could be an issue. Do you, are you thinking of selling him? You've got to keep him on side. You've got to tell him, well, you're going to start on the bench. The other three are better. I mean, these are the kind of questions. These will be the kind of things that will either go in Solskjaer's favour or not. Because the job's not just about winning games. It's about working with your squad, keeping players happy. How would someone like Solskjaer, do you think, deal with that issue? I mean, Lon- yeah. Lukaku's a, a big-name player, prime of his life. He's not going to want to be starting games on the bench. Well, we have no idea, do we? We have no idea how he's going to handle that. And we have no idea. I mean, he's had limited time in the Premier League as a manager, uh, into the Championship with Cardiff City, lost his job. But he's got to be able to uh, handle it, Rob, hasn't well, he? He's got, yeah, to, he's got, got to, to deal with that, that, and that's that situation. Why it's, it's a massive job yeah, for him. Yeah, it's a massive call to give him that. At least Pochettino, when Pochettino went into to, to Spurs, he had to deal with some big-name players and got them out. He cleared the decks of some you know strong players, strong personalities at that football club. I'm not sure Solskjaer yet has got that kind of experience to deal with a couple of big... I wouldn't say problems, but issues that might come up as he gets the job. We're going to learn more over the next few weeks, Rob, haven't we? You know, this is the first game they didn't win. Mm. You know, what happens in the next few matches? But they still look good. There's no question. They look good. And he's done remarkably well to get them happy again. Tactically, he's made a few changes and, and he's had to rotate a little bit with the games coming up and injuries, etc., etc. Uh, I think he would have learned a lot in this game yeah. with he, Lukaku he as a striker and Rashford from the left. Rashford... Just just looks a little less excited, busy, mm. involved, you know, playing from that side. Um, I think his muscle memory from the Mourinho days running up and down, chasing yeah, fullbacks, like, oh, get me away yeah. from here. Absolutely. So, you know, I mean, it wasn't another win for them, um, but they're still in a good spot. What are they, they're, two they're, points off fourth, Rob, right They're now, in the race now, aren't they? It looks, yeah. Rob, as though the, the, these three teams for, for one spot, for the fourth spot, Chelsea, Arsenal, Man United now. And it's incredibly tight, mm. incredibly tight. So, I mean, it's brilliant. We've got a race at the top. We've got a race um, for the top four. And we're going to have a race at the bottom as well, I think. Um, but, yeah, just a, just a, you know another kind of crazy game with the top six team this midweek that was unexpected. Yeah, just time for us to give a bit of love to a couple of other teams down there. Arsenal, Rob, got a, a 2-1 victory yeah. against Cardiff. Aubameyang, Lacazette getting the goals again. Those two are becoming a bit of a deadly duo. And that win, in a strange way, was really important because of Chelsea's defeat today. Arsenal jump into fourth spot mm-hmm. ahead of Chelsea uh, on goal scored. They scored more, same goal difference, 17 each. But Chelsea, uh, Chelsea have only scored 40 goals and Arsenal have got 50. So they, they've gone into fourth spot. So an important win for 
Unai Emery. And, and there's a lot of talk, Rob, about this loan signing. I'm hearing maybe the Suarez deal's close to being done. Perisic, yeah. I think we're hearing today, might not, not be not done. Good. Obviously, we'll hear about that tomorrow. And obviously, I hope our listeners join us on our transfer deadline show because we'll have all the news and all the big stories. But mm. it's a bit of a shame. I would just think with, with that... Emery's got to be given the chance, a bit like you're saying with Sorry, give him the chance to, yeah. to manage this club and, and, and build the kind of team. That's when we can judge him. Yeah, it is. And I think he'll get the time, Rob, won't he? I mean, this is a little will he get the Will he get the money? Will he get the, the well, support, though? That, that, that becomes the other thing. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely right. And, and it's going to all go back to, uh, to, to Kroenke. Mm. It just is. It, it, and the ownership of these clubs, ultimately, it does come back to those guys. And you know what, what's happened in Liverpool. Uh, with John Henry and Family Sports Group and how they've invested and transfer and, windows, yeah. Rob. This you know yeah, Van Dyke this, this time, Allison in the summer. Yeah. What a difference! You know that takes yeah. them from you know a, a top four team to to a title contender. And why can't Arsenal do it, Rob? Tell mm. me. Why yeah, can't they? Well, they should be. That's that's exactly. The, Arsenal have to decide whether they're happy around the third or fourth spot, or do they want to get back to top class? Winning titles and winning proper silverware. That, that's the decision they've got to make between now and the summer. Yeah. I mean, other owners, Chelsea owner, other owners, they want to win. Yeah. You know, and they'll put the money in it to win. I just don't know whether Stan Kroenke's that bothered about winning. I think he wants to make money. He wants them to, be, of course, be the top four. Revenues, revenues, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, if that strong desire is not there from the very top to say, you know what? Yeah, it's a load of money for this. And it's, it's just got to be done. That's sad. Uh, that's yeah, sad it's, for it's a, club, a, a, a club like yeah, Arsenal. Yeah, of, of Arsenal. And they've got two really good forwards. They've got two Category A strikers yeah, right now, like yeah. Aubameyang, both scoring goals. They need reinforcements defensively. They probably need a central midfield player. They do need some help. And Denis mm. Suarez looks a player that that can is a creative type. Yeah. He can dribble, he can pass, he can assist. Whether he's going to handle, again, the physicality and be a consistent production maker for Arsenal, we'll have to wait and see. But it looks on the, you know, like a decent sign. Yeah, struggling um, to get in Barcelona, but yeah. could come into the Premier League quite easily. But then you're talking about what happens to Mesut Ozil, Henry Mkhitaryan, yeah. you know, players of, yeah. who are that player, you know, are we moving those on? So plenty to, to, to sort out yeah. for Unai Emery, but the, the future could be really, really yeah. bright. Arsenal fans have to be patient, Robert. Yeah, to be more patience and he has to get a little bit of money to, to support yeah. what he wants to do. Just staying down at the bottom uh, of the table, again, it's not just about top six. You talked about Fulham, Rob, and mm. let's give Claudio Ranieri a bit of love because they, they faced Brighton team that went 2-0 up to Glenn Murray goals. And you're thinking, oh dear, it's another bad day again. 53 goals conceded now, Fulham. I mean, it's just getting ridiculous at the back. But second half... Four goals, Callum Chambers with one, Mitrovic with two, and Vieto uh, with a late header. I mean, you, you shouldn't have to score four goals to win a game, and, and Fulham still have defensive issues. But a little bit of hope, a little bit of belief, a little bit of, of, of comfort for Ranieri that maybe he can get a tune out of this team. And, and all of a sudden, you know, they might have given themselves a little chance at what are these six points from safety now? I think it's six points. Um, from safety, uh, Southampton and Crystal Palace. So it's not all done yet. Well, I tell you what, though, when you think about it, when you look at where they are right now, and it's six points till safety, mm. they could have been relegated tonight if they if, if, if they didn't come back. Yeah, from, almost. From, yeah, they could have been relegated. Yeah, it looks like Huddersfield are, are, are done and dusted. Yeah, so, Huddersfield so are down. I mean, they they mm. would have been back on what fourteen points. Yeah, that's that's a that's a lot short. Nine points at this point. Um, so that was massive. That was massive. And, you know, whether they get somebody in the window 
or whether Ranieri, it's just defensively, Rob, isn't it? I mean, they've got they've got goals in the team. Mm. They've got goals in the team. Absolutely, we, we've said that. He's doing, doing great. Yeah, he's doing great. And Vieto scored tonight, the fourth goal to make it four-two. A good player that hasn't produced enough goals, but there there are some. You know, Callum Chambers has done a great job in defensive midfield. Yeah. It's just stop the goals going in. I mean, it's... it's, it's you know, Sometimes, probably, it's the easier thing to do to, to stop the goals. It's hard to score goals in this league. You know, you ask the Huddersfield, usually teams go down because they can't totally. score enough goals. Yeah, Fulham don't seem to have that problem. They've got somebody who can get the goals, Mitrovic and, and the likes of Schürrle, Barbel now, Sassignon, Vieto. There's quality in this team, but... He's got to get it right at the back. Having said that, he made a big call, uh, Claudio Manieri, on 20 odd minutes. He took Tim Ream out um, and Tom Kearney came onto the pitch, and I think that helped. And so maybe he's just sorting and working one or two players out. But um, how, about, how about Crystal Palace away on Saturday for them? How, how mm. big is that? <laughs> I yep. mean, if they can go there and get a victory, that put them three points behind Crystal yeah. Palace. And, and, and I know it's away from him, I know it's going to be, not going to be easy. Um, Wilf Sahar sent off Crystal Palace, Rob, wasn't yeah. it? So he'll be missing. Yeah, he'll be missing, yeah. Silly descent. He got I mean, uh, oh. one yellow card for pushing uh, Ward Prowse away, then another for clapping at the referee. Something doesn't seem right with Wilf to me. Don't, don't Can't quite work it out, but hasn't looked right for a while. And it was his first goal in, I think, 18 performances or 18 appearances or competition. Mm. Just looks as though something's troubling him. Not quite sure. We'll have to work that one out. Palace will have to work that one out. Mm. Say 1 1 draw with Southampton. Wolves, 3 0 win against West Ham this weekend. They keep flying on West Ham problems on Artovich looks like he picked up an injury back in the team new contract wants to be a hammer now the Chinese move didn't work so it's mm. just not a good week for West Ham losing to AFC Wimbledon in the FA Cup and Everton a much needed win for them Rob with Marco Silva you know a little bit of pressure starting mm. on him as well uh, it wasn't maybe the, the most pretty of wins but it was an important three points for Everton so as you said, mate, it was a really interesting week, uh, match week 24. Lots of changes at the top and bottom. That's it from us as ever. We want to hear from you, our listeners, so download the two Robbies and Apple Podcasts. Make sure you rate and review the shows. Let us know what you like, but just in importantly, let us know where we can improve. And we're not like Chelsea players under sorry. We're motivated. We want to get better. So Liverpool couldn't cap- capitalise at the top. They've got the gap to five points now with 14 games to go and we've got a really interesting race for the title. I'm Earl, he's Musto, together with the two Robbies. Thanks for listening. It's good night from me. And it's good night from him. Good night. Good night. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.